Hey, hey, welcome to Pretty Corrupt Podcast, your inside guide to celebrity scandals and the reality of reality TV. I'm Jordan Ross Myers, the man behind Twitter's notorious Don Gunvalson and Lee Radswell. Along with my co-hosts, Stacey Noel Connor and Nate Safer, this week we're taking you inside The Golden Bachelor, The Beckhams on Netflix, and our very own Southern Charm run-in in Beverly Hills. Plus, of course, the new season of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. We have the lowdown on everything from Kyle and Mauricio to Erica's rumored spinoff. What's up, everybody? Hello. Anything fun this week? (laughs) How can we narrow it down? Well, I've been unemployed, so I've been... um uh, doing some home projects, which mm. I'm glad I'm finally like getting around to doing, and also watching some television, it, uh, catching up on the Golden Bachelor, and uh, I have, I, you know, we bash Bethany a lot on this on this podcast. We're you not, do. Like, her I've never friend. said a, a single bad word about you. Her. Shut you shut your mouth right now. <laughs> I'm I'm the president of our fan club. <laughs> for a hate fan club. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho. So no, I'm watching golden bachelor and it's like, it, it's this past week's episode and he's going out on this first like one-on-one date. And then he puts, the, they put this man in this classic convertible car in California on the fucking freeway. And they're filming him and the lights, the headlights keep going out on this car this poor man this poor 72 year old man is trying to drive like he's never been like this classic car and it's a convertible so then she's there and she's like 65 and she's just had her hair done by one of the sweet other women who is there who's a hairdresser and her hair's blowing everything they didn't give her a scarf to put over her head to like i mean we know women in their hair but especially older women in their hair even more so like This is when I think, well, maybe they do need a union. Maybe not just like the upper echelons. Maybe these like lower tier ones need a union too, because like he should have gotten headlights. She should have gotten a headscarf, you know, because that was, and then they, and then they subjected them. This is the worst part. They subjected them to a flash mob. Oh no. We're still doing those? Apparently That's so. very 2010. Exactly. I, I that was one of my dreams back when they were big was not to be a part of one, but was to have one done for me. Like I think that's very main character. I think that's very main character uh, mindset. But mm-hmm. I like was always looking around because they used to do them at UCLA. Like I'd see them go viral, and I was like, someone would drop something in the bookstore, and I'd look around like, is this my moment? <laughs> <laughs> I I feel like every flash mob I've ever seen on on a video of was always to Black Eyed Peas. I got a feeling, um, yes. so that was just a special time in history, I guess, because they're all to that damn song. All all fucking flash mobs were, were to that song. All first dances at weddings, like when when the bride and groom would come in, like when they would announce the whole wedding party coming in, and then the bride and groom would come in. It would be to that song too. There was mm. a time period. It was all that song. It was like so many, so many damn weddings that I went to. I just I hate that song. What is that? <laughs> I've got PTSD. Like. Yeah, but yeah. So maybe maybe they do need a union. And then a- the reality reckoning with AARP. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what? And then, like, you know, uh, what, what is that? Like, that, like, 
oh, was it Frank? Not Franklin Mint. Oh, one of those like reverse mortgage companies. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. The not Ted Danson. Who's the one who's not Ted Tom Danson? Selleck. Yeah, Tom Selleck. <laughs> yes, when I think Tom Selleck, the first thing I think is not Ted Danson. <laughs> yeah. What um what is what are the 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 rules for Golden Bachelor like? Is there an age? like range for the women. I honestly, I had no idea that dude was seven in his seventies. He looks good. He looks he good. Looks like when I, he, he first introduced him, I'm like, ah, he's like in his fifties. And then I saw 70. I'm like, ah, wow. Good looking man. Yeah. He's very good looking. Yeah. Um, the age range, it, it seems to be at least for the women, it seems to be 60 to like 75. Mm. So there's a 15-year swath, but it, it seems mm. the youngest seem to be 60. Okay. So that's what it seems to be, which I think is appropriate. Yeah, it's cool. I don't yeah. think that there should be any 50-year-olds in there. No. That's 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 middle-aged bachelor. That's bronze bachelor. I was going to say, 50 is, 50 is still like milf for him. You if know what did, I yeah, mean? It's still if they did like perceived 40, differently. They did 40 to like, you know, to, to, to 59. That's bronze bachelor right there. You know? <laughs> That'll be next. So, yeah, exactly. And and yes, I'm skipping over silver because I want to go with alliteration right here. Like, <laughs> there we go. Bronze Bachelor. Yeah. But then then I watched, uh, I binge watched kind of because other if I binge watch too much, then I will dream about something and I get stuck in these horrible dreams that I don't like. Um, but over three days, I watched all of the, the Beckham Netflix documentary, mm. which... From the first episode, I go, oh, this is the the Meghan and Harry documentary that we wanted from Netflix, but we didn't get. Like, this is what we wanted. This is, like, this is the interesting stuff. Like, this was the fun stuff. Like, and it was great. It was a really good documentary. I liked it mm -hmm. a lot. I've I've only watched the one because you said to watch it, and this is this would be a first in our how long how many years long relationship that I actually watched something that you said. I've been you've been waiting for me to watch Fleabag for five years. Hell it's is on my list. Over. It's on Ladies my list. and gentlemen, hell is frozen over. You need to check. For well, I do have a soft have, like, spot happened in your life. I have a soft spot for David Beckham. So you have a soft I watched, spot for Posh Spice. Let's that be too. Honest. That too. Uh, I loved it. I've, I've only seen one. See, so they could go downhill, but I very much enjoyed it. And yeah, with that, like the, the, it's the, not only the documentary that Netflix wishes Harry and Meghan was, it's what Harry and Meghan wish Harry and Meghan Netflix. Cause they, Harry and Meghan tried so hard to come across as relatable. Right. Which they're not, which is especially weird. Cause Meghan should be relatable. Because she's like an American, not for money, like literally not not every girl's dream, but becoming a princess, a lot of girls' dreams. You'd think she'd be relatable, but she's not. Whereas Dave and Victoria, they shouldn't be relatable in any way, but I watched it. I'm like, I feel like I know these people. Like they're genuinely likable, even though like even the the clip that's gone viral many times over of of Victoria claiming that she's working class and David poking his head in and calling her out. Yeah. Um, is funny. Like even in the end, like she could have gotten upset about it, but she didn't, and it was very funny. And the way they, he caps it, he caps it off by saying "thank you" and closes the door is perfect. <laughs> I think uh, Victoria Beckham is like she reminds me. They don't look necessarily like the style and the picture persona with the severe bob and the sunglasses. Incredibly, um, she has fun with it. It's like 
Anna Wintour, but then she cracks a smile. She's in on the oh, joke. No, Bosch it's so Spice is it's in on the joke. So funny you say that. Within the first fifteen minutes, they have Anna Wintour do a sit down interview on camera, and she fucking laughs and smiles. I've never seen Anna Wintour smile. It occurred to me when I was watching it, I couldn't remember ever having heard Anna speak. Like when she spoke with the, with with the British accent, I'm like, oh yeah, she's British. Like I, you never hear her; you just yeah. see her frozen. And she was laughing and smiling. I'm like, oh my god, is Anna Wintour relatable too? This is amazing. No, she's not. But but Posh and Bex can make her seem that way. I mean, the in only, this documentary. Yeah, the only people I've seen Anna Wintour smile for are. Posh Spice and Lee Radswell, only pictures on record. So that that's her level of rela- of that's her le- that's her comfort zone. Like, very <laughs> scary. Icy queens. <laughs> but yeah, no. Um, Posh. Remember, Posh when they first moved to LA in two thousand seven. I've watched this like over the years because she had many times. It's on YouTube if you want. It's called Welcome to America. Or something. The pot. They had a reality special, a limited series about them moving from England to. Oh yes. And it was yeah. hilarious. It, it was hilarious. They're and it's fun. Like, yeah. They're, they're they're in on the joke, which where I think Harry and Meghan are still propping themselves up to seem serious. Mm-hmm. I mean, Harry's relatable, you know, relatively compared to what he. Probably, you know, for mm-hmm. Royal, he seems very relatable, but not for just like a regular person. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, and they, it's like, you haven't gotten there yet, but they do address the infidelity rumors. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they like address them. And I wonder what other people, what other people watch it. We'll have to talk about when you watch the rest of it, Nate, because. I got the feeling that they were like not both of them were not really denying. Yeah, no, that's I without having seen it, what I read is that they never actually they talked about it without actually talking about it. Right. Yeah. So it you know, it's like kind of like open to look, they're not elected officials who, you know, said that they were one way but actually are another morally one way, you know, and, and try to force that down somebody's throat, but actually are a different way. So I don't really care what they do with their marriage. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like, they're not trying to push something, an agenda on people. So it's like, you can do whatever you want. I thought it was really brave for them to just either to not continue lying, basically, <laughs> you know, <Yeah. laughs> to basically tell the truth by omission. Like this is the time of like telling the truth by omission, like what they didn't say. So I was like, you know, if you're still together and it works for you and, you know, do we, fine. do we know if, so this was David Beckham, right? Mm-hmm. Who stepped out. Was it an affair or was it a one night? Uh, was no, it an it was, affair or a hookup? Fair, wasn't it? It's an affair, honestly. Oh, with an employee, wasn't it? Wasn't it like with an employee of theirs? I thought there was like a nanny. I think there's like more than one. Too. Yeah, I remember. I, I remember they all kind of hit at the same time. Like, or I don't like. They probably addressed the time in the movie, but I feel like it was like 2003, 2004, like early 2000s, and like they're mm. all. I remember it was a lot of them at once. Look, if I married a sports star or a musician or an actor. I would not assume that he was ever going to be faithful to me. Mm. 
just as long as he did not get somebody pregnant and he didn't fall in love with somebody else. And also we'd have like an ironclad prenup when it came to like some of that shit. Cause I'd be like, but this is, this is living in a Stacy fantasy land who has no attachments or loving attachments. Because honestly, probably if he did that, I would divorce him right then and there. Let's, let's get real about this shit. You know, um, assuming this nanny was attractive, that's where Posh went wrong is that um, you have to learn, especially if you have an attractive... I guess we're speaking from the woman's perspective. I don't think it was the nanny, though. He was in Spain alone for a long time. Because she was still in Britain. Like, like, look at it. There's swaths of time when they are not together. Especially when he was working in in Spain, when he was working in Milan. And, like, there's just lots of times when they were separated for long periods of time. So she's touring. Yeah. Touring. With the, and there, the, uh, but with the Spice wasn't Girls, she kind yeah. of retired? But from that, wasn't not early Spice on. Girls over? Oh. Oh. Not early no, on. They got married when they were like 23, 24 years yeah. old. Kind of watch them yeah. grow. It's touching. Yeah. Jordan, you would have appreciated it. They talk about like his early pre pre posh, like when he first made because he he legit is working class, like as working class as you can get. His mom was a hairdresser. Mm-hmm. His dad did like kitchen something related you know, to gas lines in a kitchen or something. Mm-hmm. It was what it was, but um, but they talked about when he first started making money that he was. This is what you'd appreciate. He just spent it as soon as he got it. He said, "I got paid fifty fifty thousand pounds one week. I spent fifty thousand pounds on a car that week." He's like, "I didn't wow. save anything." He bought watches. He they're making fun of his. They had his old teammates making fun of him because he would buy these ridiculously expensive pens, like writing pens, and they're like, mm-hmm. "What the fuck is that? What are you What are you doing?" Mm-hmm. I would. I don't know if they they address it later, Stacy. But the one thing I want to know where the the before and after timeline is: when did he get the teeth done? Because that the old Beckham footage of him younger into his twenties, those teeth were. I don't want to. I don't want to generalize a certain country and their their <laughs> cliches, but he had his teeth were not the. And it was jarring because you'd see the clips of him talking with the old mm. teeth, and then it, it cut to him now with his perfect teeth. Mm. And I just want to know when did that happen? At least they kind of still look like his teeth. It looked like he maybe could have just gotten like Invisalign, maybe. and then maybe a couple of them capped because the front teeth actually still look kind of look the same. Yeah. They just there are a couple that were like pushed. He had some snaggle situation yeah. i mean he's still one of the most beautiful men in the world so i can make fun of his teeth seriously mm-hmm. no but i would what i want to know is when he got the brow lift <laughs> oh did he i'm gonna put that's there's something different about his eyes and i've watched a lot of plastic surgery tiktok and i don't think it's botox because his, his forehead still move i think he either got like a he Black. got an eye i think he got a brow lift oh, okay because there's another one where you get your eyelid, the skin above Upper your eyelids. Yeah, I can never pronounce. He could it. have gotten that, and and but there were times when I kind of still noticed. So I think he got a brow lift. The way it, mm. the way his eyebrows kind of now are, I was like, I think he got a brow lift, like a nicely done brow lift. But there's there's been something different about him for a few years now, like or basically since the pandemic. Let me be honest. <laughs> so with his eyes, and I was like, the teeth. Honestly, I expect most people when they get famous and rich to get their teeth done. I would get mine done in a second. Yeah. Like my teeth are pretty good, but I can't get these, the stains from my braces off of them. So I would have to mm. get veneers. So I'm trying, I, I said it a few, uh, like last month on the pod, the guy, I went to a, like a, a swanky veneer cosmetic dent 
dentist and they like yep. it went from like a few thousand to like Mercedes like brand new full Mercedes money. I was like, fuck you. Yeah. So I'm still waiting. Goal meaningful goals in this world. I want I we, want them. I want to fit gotta in. find a dentist in Turkey who will fly. I was gonna say I was like telling my parents like I'm still shopping for one. But I was like, you know, if you get a call from from like a an a Tijuana clinic just know you're my emergency contact and I disappear. <laughs> I'm going to go on like Craigslist meets Groupon Tijuana and cut a coupon. One last thing I will say about the Beckham thing is that the other thing, Stacey, you gave me a heads up on is that I, I had a migraine earlier, so I'm like, I don't know if I want to watch that. Beckham's voice annoys me. It's so high-pitched. That's the one, the only bad thing about the man He's a beautiful, beautiful man, is the voice. And then people have been dragging his voice forever because it's high. It's a high-pitched voice. But you're like, no, no, it's actually strangely deeper in this. And I watched it. I'm like, she's right. I don't know if he's doing a fake voice, but it's deeper. Like, it's not like, you know, where, like, Paris used to do the, like, she would play up the voice, like Paris Hilton. Like, her real voice is a lot deeper than what she did on, Mm -hmm. on, you know. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a lot more uh, bar- not baritone. And she was she was doing it like stuff. for a character, but yeah. Beckham's wouldn't make sense as much because his real voice, like he'd be doing the reverse essentially. Like his fake voice is deeper. Uh, but Hello, he Victoria. Like- Wait, I can't even do the fake, fake deep with. I can't do British. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I'm I'm not going to attempt. All of our British listeners are like, please, please don't. Please, please, stop. please none of don't. none of you, please start doing a British accent. Please do not. <laughs> like, you, 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 you sound like Lisa Vanderpump had a stroke in a wind tunnel. Like, <laughs> or you sound like Meredith Marks two episodes ago on Salt Lake. All of a sudden, she's drunk and mad at people and starting to sound British. And you're like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Well, we we got a lot out of Posh and Bex right there. I mean, I got yeah. a lot out of it too. So I've been living for that rules right. It's all over Twitter. I mean, if you haven't watched it, that that's just like my oh, how British of me. That's my cup of tea. Well, they, and they cut it together really well because you don't see her. You you've never seen her talk about their relationship. Well, neither one of them that much, but also like you haven't seen her talk as much since she kind of retired from the Spice Girls and, mm-hmm. and everything. So she doesn't, and she doesn't do a ton of uh, interviews like that. So we're seeing her talk the most and talk about her relationship. And I was like, I fucking forgot how funny she is. Yeah. Like, and like, she'll just like say whatever. And like she does. And the way that they edited it is very well done. Like it's mm-hmm. just a really well done one. And I even stole some songs off of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, the music, who I kept also thinking that, the music supervisor is really good oh, on this because all the 90s. music is so the 90s, yeah. good. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yes, dude. The next episode, I still actually is the sec- episode two. I stole quite a few songs off of because I was like, oh, this is. This well, is I was just happy shit. to see when I was watching the opening credits and it said produced and directed by Fisher Stevens. I'm like, ah, mm-hmm. love Fisher Stevens, and then I could I hear that. I could hear it's clearly his voice doing the interviewing, and I'm like, yeah. ah, I love Fisher Stevens, He's so except great. for that very problematic accent he did in Short Circuit. I love him otherwise. <laughs> It's very right. problematic. <laughs> but the 80s were a problematic decade. I mean, most of America pre-2020. 
it's yeah. problematic. It's still problematic. What are we no, talking about? It's but, still problematic. But here. The, that Indian character, that was that was oh, bad. One hundred percent. That was bad. Yes. yes. I'll re- uh, I remember him more fondly as Phoebe's annoying psychiatrist boyfriend on uh, Friends. Oh, that's who. Thank okay, you. now I know who you're yeah, talking. He was about. also the bad guy in the movie Hackers with Angelina Jolie. Yeah. Hmm. And most recently, he was on Succession playing um, Hugo. He played Hugo on mm. Succession. And so he was like kind of the guy who, who was playing both sides, too, of like the kids and like between the kids and then also playing uh, Logan as well. He worked for Logan, but he mm. was kind of like, yeah, he's, he's one of the ones who like kind of survived everything at the end and nobody thought he would. So yeah. Anyhow, I think that's enough of that. Let's move on. Sure. Spice up from sp- I was gonna call her Spice Spice. It's really it's. I tried to go for some like cute transition pun there. It's like let's spice things. Up. No, yeah. <laughs> Almost had it. Spice yeah. spice. Yeah. <laughs> what else could be going on this week? This weekend. I don't know. What did I do today? Oh, look, I'm having a conversation with myself. Well, anybody that ever looks at it, if one day when our text chain is released, either in a book or um, state's evidence, um, you'll see how much you talk to yourself. My my voice (laughs) texts? Oh, your voice voice texts are to yourself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they are. Sometimes, which is, I should actually just voice text myself because they're basically to them. It's like a Twitter thread, like so there are sub replies, but it's all just me replying listening back and then replying to what I just said or mm-hmm. elaborating and then be like, no, wait. And it's like a whole thought. I'm really talking to myself most of the time. I've ignored the past I've not listened to your last six voice notes. I listen I to like, every, no, I'm mm-mm. I listen to every one of yours, Jordan, because they're short. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, Stacy. Was it last week when you when I you even said it. You sent a voice text, and then you immediately sent in sent a text text saying, "Nate, yeah, it's too long. Deal with it." Because yeah. I have a, I have a, I made a, a loose rule that I won't listen to any voice text over what did I say over forty seconds. I think yes. Mm-hmm. And yours tend to go long. Jordan's yeah. te- Jordan's tend to be ex- oh yes, your voice message but, was five minutes long. It was five minutes long. Like it was five, five minutes, minutes long, and seventeen. Yeah, seconds. it was a good. It was a good story. Usually, I would say on average, mine are probably between a minute and a half to two minutes long. But I also get it all out in That's one. Ju- he will send us six. 40, sec- 40 to like 55 yeah. second ones. So that's longer than two minutes. But that's I break- closer to five minutes. Yeah. Right but I there. break it up. I will, for some bites. reason, it's, it's, some I reason them, it's easier. I let them build up and I listen to them on the toilet, Jordan. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 yeah, I, I uh, voice text like I tweet. I, well, I think like I, t- I don't know if Twitter suits me because of it or I adapted to Twitter, but. I speak and I think and I do everything in short bites. It's only like I, I do admire that you can do a five minute voice text. Like it would take me like three hours of stopping and saying, <laughs> I can't. I just have to do it. And, yeah. I, I think I, I was flabbergasted because I saw somebody had sent like a 30 minute long one to somebody one time. And I was saying, absolutely fucking no, not. No, 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 no. I wouldn't listen to that. No. no. Since we're talking about this weekend, I had a fun one. It's your actually home, very PC Pier. You're home away from home? Yes. The Beverly Hills Hotel. I'm like their mascot. 
I'm just, they've never gotten a dime out of me, but I'm really there quite often lately. Mm-hmm. Though I feel this, like you're, you're, you're playing fast and loose with the rules because I, I know they have some pretty strict no photos policy and you send us an awful lot of stealthy photos, an awful lot of them. I don't want to say that sometimes I will act. Okay. There's the one where I pretend like I'm frustrated with my phone, like it's frozen and I'm holding it up like, Oh, that's, Oh, that's a good one. I I do that one a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really taking the picture. If someone has a dog, I'm like, what a cute dog. And then as soon as I'm really supposed to take a picture of the dog, my phone goes up slightly and it gets straight across the room. Dogs are great decoys. Um, so we have dogs pretending there's no Wi-Fi. I have all these things. Yeah. And then also, last resort, just, I just kind of dare people to stop me. Like I'm quick. That's, that's I'm like, go. what are they going to do? I feel like so, that's your MO for life. <laughs> Yeah, Tear me to stop people. me. Yeah, like, who's, who's going to th- I've realized you can do s- so many people get away with so much just doing it and not. I don't, it's not like I do illegal things, but you know what I mean. Like, oh, there's a, there's a, like we've talked about on here. Oh, there's a list at the door. Well, I'm just going to walk right through and wait for them to be like, who are you? Sometimes they don't. Well, it's like what the, the saying, like, it's better to ask. Was it uh, forgiveness than permission? Or I mm-hmm. may be misphrasing that. But the the funny thing about that is that you wouldn't even ask for forgiveness. You just do it. No permission, yeah, but, no forgiveness. I'm just going to fucking do this. They'd be like, who the hell are you? I'd be like, Jordan Ross Myers. You're welcome. <laughs> no, <laughs> I just walk know. away. And they just walk away. Oh, but yeah. So I was at the BHH again this weekend. My friend had a cabana. A cabana. So I've been at like yesterday. I was at the pool, which is cool. But you know how I am. You know when there's a step up in exclusivity, whatever I'm in becomes like loserville. So we've been hanging out the pool, but across from the regular standard peasant chairs. Just kidding. There's um, there are the private cabanas, and you have to pay like a thousand bucks just to reserve the cabana. And so my friend actually got one, and it was really. Next, it's like having a table at the club. That's what it's like. You have waiter service, your cabana, they have a mini fridge stocked with water, etc. And there's some. So, who did I see this weekend? I feel like Stefan from the club. What's that from SNL? Mm-hmm. BHH had everything. It had, no, but um, I'll narrow it down people who won't sue me. Um, Whitney Sudler Smith. <laughs> From Southern Charm was there. I don't know if you guys saw on the Instagram story, which is very clearly taken against the rules, just like I I used all those. Oh, wait. So, yeah, Whitney was there. Patricia, or as I call him, Pat Altschul's son. So that was fun. I didn't approach him, though. I felt weird about it because it was like, you know how he is on the show. He, he's like that in person. He thinks he's too cool for school. Yeah, yeah, he, he lo- totally He looked did. like somebody, who, like you You sent the photo to us mm-hmm. and uh, didn't say who it was. Uh, and I didn't know who it was until Stacy jokingly said, it looks like the ghost of Mickey Rourke. And I looked at it closer. And I'm like, oh, it is Mickey Rourke. Nope. Mm-hmm. Nope. <laughs> it's a, it's a, and that is really unfortunate. If somebody tells you you look like Mickey Rourke now, 
Like saying you look like Mickey Rourke in 1984, that is a huge compliment. That's a a yummy. That is a a, again another attractive man. Saying like you look like Mickey Rourke in the year of our Lord 2023, not good, not good. He looked, and he was there, and he told it. The reason why I didn't approach him, because it's not like I'm timid about that stuff. It's like, you know, he's not my. If, if Patricia Altshul was there, I would have, I would have been a fanboy. I would have totally put on my Southern manners and, you know, whatever. But him, you know, he wants to be like that. Like he is on the show. He wants to be the society bad boy. And he was dressed like grimy. And he thought he was too cool for the Beverly Hills Hotel. And it's like, ugh. It's like to what? Make him feel so cool that walking through that hotel with plenty of other people, important people, I would stop and treat him like a star. He would get off on it in the most dismissive way. So I guess I've built up this whole feud. I guess we're officially in a feud now. But I just <laughs> so I um but I did. Can 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 Don start trolling him? <laughs> so um yeah, I was I don't know, I was in some kind of meeting, but so I did take that picture on our stories. It was one of those sneaky ones. And then who else was there? Oh, some people, but some, yeah. The cabana was fun. <laughs> I re- I highly recommend it. If you, if you get a thousand, <laughs> thousand per day, it's just, you know. Yeah, it's like 900 or 1,000. And okay, when you get a table at a club, that like will include a starter bottle or something. Mm-hmm. No, this is just like, and then you order your like $50 salads and you're like, $60 tacos or whatever it is. So it's pricey, but it's nice. And you know, again, it's like flying first class. You don't really know what you're missing until you try it. And so it's like, I was always totally fine sitting on those chairs across from the cabana. And now I'm like, no, you're screwed now. I know I can't go back. I'm always chasing a high. So I don't know what I'm going to do. Does the white house have a pool or something? Like I need used to, I think FDR had a pool. Mm -hmm. I need something to chase. Mm. Yeah. So I was was surrounded by the, which is actually funny because I was in the cabana. And if you look at, I'll post a picture of me in the cabana, I'm mean mugging in it, my natural warmth. Anyways, (laughs) it's the, it's done in the pink and white striped awnings, which I was sitting there staring at them today. And I was like, Oh, of course the new cast photo for the new season of real housewives of Beverly Hills is done. That will help you guys. The new cast photo for this season is done to replicate the cabanas at the Beverly Hills hotel where I was sitting. They're at the pool with the pink and white stripe on ends. So take that housewives, this house boy, how to know. Are you sure that, that Whitney Sudler Smith wasn't actually like Morgan Wade and <laughs> and Kyle Richards. He was dressed like one that. person oh, yeah. together. <laughs> no, I wanted to give him props for trying to bring the trucker hat back. Good for him. Go yeah, for I mean, he Cheers. was. Yeah, I was like, I can't believe. I was thinking to myself, I can't believe Patricia let him go out in public that way. She didn't put on a nice little blazer for him, a sport coat, and just his collar. 
I don't remember exactly what he was wearing in the photo, but if you told me it was an Affliction shirt, I would believe you. Because mm-hmm. that was his overall vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Isn't he like almost 60? Like Yeah, that's end. another thing. He looked He's, it. He looked it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He looked a hard 60. Like... <laughs> He's too rich to look that hard. Does that make sense? Like mm. he tries so hard to look like he isn't trying that it's, but like it's kind of pathetic. Yeah, I'm saying it's pathetic as I'm reporting live from watching him across the room (laughs) sneaking photos of him. But I just I wasn't impressed. I didn't walk away like look. We we embrace the house of hypocrisy here. At least our own hypocrisy. I can't wait until you just get get to the point of your courage of just you actually record like you, you instead of sneak taking photographs you sneak record a podcast like you're mm. straight up recording a podcast and hoping nobody notices. I've I've scoped out places there for us, but it'd be difficult with noise and the cameras and setup. But it'll happen. Maybe we'll just publish my voice. I'll just start taking voice texts in really nice places. <laughs> yeah. That won't come back to bite you in the ass at all. Uh, like the next week's episode will be some muffled. You just hear like clinking in the background. It's like live from someone's live from someone's gift wrapping room. I won't say who, but I'll give you three guesses. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna fly too close to the sun though, and end up with a uh, a um, oh god, what was his a Pat O'Brien uh, esque voicemail. To yourself, it'll be like, oh, know, remember the Pat O'Brien? I, this yes. is this is a callback to 2005. But you remember the infamous Pat O'Brien voice messages? Yes. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I was wondering. I was trying to remember what brought him down. That I thought it was was the sexual harassment. These messages? Uh, or no, they were Joe Namath. Uh, pro- I, I, well, I don't want to allege anything, but it wouldn't surprise me with Joe Namath. But no, these the the. It wasn't anything illegal that Pat O'Brien did on these voicemails. It just was like crushed his reputation. And he he, he had some other issues. I was working with him at the time. That was wild. He mm. left for rehab. And then when he he came back after his rehab, I like after all this happened, he gave a speech to the entire newsroom. And he ended the speech with Daddy's Home, mm. which was, <laughs> looking back, that's very what, Jordan Ross Myers. But this is back do. in 2005. Mm. But a, uh, you know, a person who's gotten into some sort of sex a scandal. And that sex, drugs, alcohol scandal, ending a speech with daddy's home is creepy as hell. I do it. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. And I'm creepy as hell. <laughs> they show the, in episode four of the Beckham thing, they show the like news conference that happened when the LA Galaxy was announcing that David Beckham was coming. And so there was a live feed. And this wasn't in the age of like Zoom or Skype because this was 2007. Mm-hmm. And so they're doing this live feed, I guess, from uh, from uh, Madrid to LA. But Pat O'Brien is there to run the thing. And I was like, Pat O'Brien. I was like, whatever happened to him? I was like, what did it happen to him? I was like, something happened to him. I can't remember what happened to him. Mm, that's what happened Now you've to reminded him. me. Even though 2005 was before 2007, because I do know that. Well, it didn't, it wasn't uh, like an immediate, it was kind of like he tapered off after that. Yes, exactly. It's like he got less and less work because people were like. Because he was a huge star at that time. Like at that time, uh, you know, I worked at Entertainment Side and The Insider. We had Mary Hart and Pat O'Brien and they were huge. Mm -hmm. But then, yeah, then kind of fell off a little bit after that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Oh, you know what else happened there? I can't believe I'm like, oh, Whitney. Well, I guess I saw Whitney. There was some Lindsay Lohan drama at the hotel. Isn't there always? Is there any other kind? I mean, only at hotels. So, yeah, you guys know Lindsay Lohan. You've seen on TMZ. She's in town. She's doing, like, I think a Mean Girls Super Bowl reunion commercial kind of thing. I don't think they've said if it's for the Super Bowl, but everybody just assumes. Yeah. Well, so she is staying at the Beverly Hills Hotel. I can confirm because um, someone I know who's staying there is staying right next to her. And here's the best part. Here's where the drama is. They were regaling us with this story today. So Lindsay got in a... They had to correct Lindsay a little. You know she doesn't have a great reputation in this town for hashtag Chateau Marmont behavior in hotels. But... um. So this was um so this person who's staying by her is uh has been there for months and she was ha- they were having the full glam that day yesterday like hair makeup extensions like a full team and so the hotel since they are such good customers offered them a spare an extra room for the afternoon so that wouldn't mess up their own suite so like they basically gave them a free room to have all the glam done. Lindsay overheard and Lindsay called down and said she would like a free one too. She heard what they're doing and the hotel told her they are not in the business of giving free rooms away to regular customers. Regular. This was something done for a long-term VIP. Click. Ooh, talk about a fall from grace. Lilo, I, mean, I think Lilo being called regular is worse than being called fire crotch. I I'd say. D- yeah. Did she? Do we know if she ever paid off that forty five thousand dollar tab at the chateau? Or she's well, still she's staying there? Right yeah. Now, so. Well, I mean, she's not staying there. Yeah. But if, so, from what I hear, is it is. I was dying to find them, and I kind of, I do know where she was staying. But I look, I'm already I'm already kind of like crossing the line talking about all this. I'm not going to go digging like breaking into rooms. However, it is her and Dina and her baby, and so that's fun. So they didn't let Allie tag along. <laughs> Allie's at the holiday. No, I can't imagine. I was even thinking. Well, I guess. Maybe she wrote in under a commercial contact. I was like, wow, I'm surprised they even let Lindsay pay without it being paid in full ahead of time. Or let Lindsay stay. But Well, her doesn't her husband have money? That's what he, I'm thinking. He has well, he, he he's he's got that thing going on where it's a very, very vague he's always listed as businessman or like entrepreneur. And you just kind of assume he has money, but we're not sure. They're in Dubai. I mean, I Yeah, they have to have some money. amount, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was fun. There was Lindsay. What else was there? I think that's the big one. That was pretty good. Yeah, pretty. pretty Nikki Rourke and Lindsay Lohan. Wow. (laughs) And I'm sorry, there's one more. Um, Lisa Renna was staying there under an assumed name, which is so weird. Like, I actually said, I was like, first of all, how can she afford it? Yeah, that was my first thought. But yeah, first of all, how can she afford it? Second of all, she lives right down the street. Why does she need to stay in there? Unless there's something to talk about the husband. (gasps) Let's not talk about the husband. And it was like an assumed name. Does she think people are following her? Unless it's to mask the... Unless they wouldn't give it to her under her own. They're like, Rinna. No, so... 
That was another fun one. Very Beverly Hills. You had a very Beverly Hills weekend. Yeah. Do you watch the trailer? The new trailer? Yes, of course. Obviously. Watched yeah. it like so many times. <laughs> hey, I watched Beckham. That's all you're going to get from me mm. this week. I'm proud of you. I'm so proud. You're growing. Yes, you're growing I'm, as a man. Cold, I'm so growth. excited for you. Mm. <laughs> well, I watched the trailer. Yes, several, several times. Yeah, same. Yes. <laughs> On my phone, on my computer, and then on my TV. So yes, I've seen it. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was like, oh, they're actually like, they are taking a a page out of Scandaval, and they are going there with Kyla and Mauricio. Yeah, breaking up. They they are going there. They are they are trying to milk this for all it is worth. If you look at a lot of what. They show the tr- most of the trailer was actually shot after filming rap. They pick yeah. cameras up. They pick yeah. cameras up. Most of that, most of what they show was not happening at the time up to the white party. They were still a pretty happy family at the, you know, the mm-hmm. season rap white party. And then it's just like, yeah, like you said, Scandaval. Like, like, were some of these scenes shot two weeks ago? I mean, it's pretty current. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, and I I'm like here we go, here we go, here we go. I'm very excited about it for sure. And uh, and oh, you know what I thought was funny? Dorit's hair is darker, mm. which is kind of similar to like what Teddy did, like in later season. Like she went darker to be a little bit more like Kyle, you mm-hmm. know, because they were becoming so close. And like now Dorit is like, Dorit looks a little bit more, because there were a couple of times I thought it was Kyle and it was actually Dorit. Mm. And I was like, oh, wait a minute. Oh, she's starting to look like her now. Does Kyle do that with all of her girlfriends? (laughs) Do they start looking alike? (laughs) Or do all of Kyle's girlfriends, I mean, I don't know how, I mean... You'll, I'll let you know if I if I come on next week and like some long brown. No, I mean I don't know. They all do. I mean Teddy was like that was so weird. She literally tried like morphing that movie. What is a single white female? Single white female. Yeah, yeah. She tried, and then yet I don't know. She well, apparently we know Kyle's pretty enchanting with the ladies. <laughs> I mean, now we have Morgan, except she's morphing into Morgan here, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Their matching yeah. outfits are just delightful. Yeah. There's definitely, when when she starts dressing like Morgan, um, when they start dressing like a couple, that's when I go, okay, please stop gaslighting us. Like, we see what's happening. Like, we can see with our eyes. We see what's happening. We know what's happening. Right. Like, like. Okay, like, it's not that, like, I know, because I think it's also tough, because it's not just, like, an affair, it's also, like, uh, you know, sexual orientation dynamics and stuff like that, and so it's, like, you don't, like, that whole thing, like, you don't want to out somebody, but, like, like they're outing themselves, like, I don't know, you know what I mean? It's a weird place where, as a straight person, I don't really, I don't... I don't want to step on toes and tell people. I don't think like she's in that sense. Look, she did the music video where she's kissing her. This is in the build up to the rating, in the build up to the premiere for this season. I think she knows. I think, personal opinion, I think 
I think Mara Mauricio are loving this attention. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is what, what struck me was earlier this week. Um, <clears throat> I saw a photo on social media, like a paparazzi shot. Kyle was picking up Morgan at LAX. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why on earth would Kyle schlep down to LAX to pick someone up? Right. Yeah. Like, that's when you do in, you're new in a relationship. That's what you're willing to do is to pick somebody up in an airport. Like, and you're not hiding or, it. You know, you know, yeah. cameras will be at the airport. All of them around. If they can, I mean, okay. Besides a limo town car service, you can take an Uber. That was intentional to be seen in my mind. No. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, it's like, who is like, unless it was like Portia coming home from summer camp at this point, who is she really schlepping down to LAX for her rumored lover? Like that cameras are following them about. So I also feel like the way that she's dressing because she is dressing like Morgan. I feel like she's having like, if we can say a man's having a midlife crisis when he starts dressing all young mm-hmm. and like, you know, for his like new girlfriend, I think we can say the same thing about a woman too. Like, I think she's like, this is, this is her midlife crisis right here. You know, one of, um, one of my favorite people on Twitter is she follows us and listens and stuff at SMC. At, I'm sorry. At SME is the best. Her her username is Diana's Fugly Pajamas. Yes. <laughs> and she did a little photo spread yesterday that was like, what happened to Kyle's style? Like up until recently, it was very like, you know, pink blazers, Birkins, like Lady Who Lunches, Beverly Hills. And now it's like torn jeans and like, She's tad. I mean, what happened? She used to be like a lady who lunches. Dude, we're we're two steps away from her dressing as shitty as Ryan from the OC. Like, <laughs> like that's we're we're really close to like you know uh, splatter paint jackets that are supposedly designer. Like we're mm-hmm. really close to that, and so she needs to like rein it back in. That is that start is, putting a Birkin with that trucker hat. Let's do it. Well, there is something I do want to point out because you know how my mind works. So those photos where they were saying uh, Kyle and Morgan are dressed like uh, Wayne and Garth. Yes. You know, she is grungy. <laughs> but the way my mind works, I zoomed in. And if you look at her sneakers, yeah. those plain looking gray sneakers, they're current $1,300 Chanel sneakers. Of course so she's still, she is still Paris Hilton's aunt. She mm-hmm. is a Richard's. You may, you know, it's, it's such a flex to wear fifteen hundred dollars. She said Chanel, Chanel yeah, shoes Chanel. that look exactly like Skechers. You <laughs> might as well just. No offense, Skechers. If they want to be an ad, you know sponsor for the show, I I love Skechers, but they look like Skechers. Yeah, yeah, they do. So I mean, when people are like, "What happened to her?" I'm like, I still bet you that outfit costs more than a mortgage payment for most people. Hold on, rewind. No offense, Skechers. Excuse me. No offense, Chanel. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get it right here, Nate. Oh, I don't like, mind about offending <laughs> Chanel. I just don't want to offend. Hey, Sketch is one of the biggest shoe companies in the world. I don't want to offend them. Chanel, I went just down in Manhattan Beach too. Yeah, we're gonna show up like Kanye at their head. I was gonna say, yeah, I don't want to get. I don't want to get turned away like Kanye did, where he got <laughs> physically removed from the Sketchers office. <laughs> as long as we don't offend Sperry Topsider on here, I'm good. So. <laughs> Preppy to I'm your safe. core. <laughs> <laughs> what else? Have, I mean, there was the whole thing like 
that scene, I don't like where Mauricio and Kyle sit the girls down. That's tough. You know, like we're a strong family. We're a very strong family. I was just really hoping they actually did that in private first. And then we're like, look, we're going <laughs> then we have to do this in public. But like one thing I'm I'm going to be interested to see that scene. Only because it was very the way it was edited, I have to wonder. It was very just like there was no conversation. They just gave us that snippet, which obviously has its hook that keeps playing through my mind and we're going to watch. But it was just like, we're a strong family. We're a strong family, you know, and that's it. Mm-hmm. It's like, it wasn't like, well, you know, there was no backstory mm-hmm. to, we don't know the timeline of that scene where actually it it was a great attention grabber. I wonder how, once we see the expanded version of that scene, we'll find out it's like their Uber eats order. didn't show up on time. You know, that's what it'd be like in the finale finale episode, Mm. like the double finale episode. Cause it's, it's going to be kind of like Scandal in that we're going to, the entire season is going to be laying the foundation for this, this mm. these like last couple of episodes, who knows, like probably two, maybe three episodes of the show. And so, but at this, but unlike Scandal, which we were already two to three episodes in when Scandal broke, and then we're all kind of watching this going, oh my gosh, they didn't, because most of those episodes were not re edited, contrary to what people think. Like it takes a lot to lock in an episode of television. Mm-hmm. So, um, like they've 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 locked this in though now it's like Beverly Hills they they but they've really curated through the story editing to like get this right to tell it all yeah. the way through so these they're so people are really gonna do you think people overanalyzed Vanderpump Rules last season people are going to go insane people's mm-hmm. tinfoil hats are gonna blow off their heads as they are examining every fucking screen shot of this show of this I mean, season this is like a f- yeah this family has been the core of this franchise mm-hmm. since day one it was built around them and they've always been like the strong strong they've been the marriage like, i never expected anything like this remember that i believed allison dubois <laughs> in the beginning really? <laughs> I did actually. I did the way that she said so emphatically, the way that Kyle so emphatically said what she said. I was like, oh, girl. And then the way, what Allison Dupont, I said, we're not, we're not second guessing medium here. We're not going to second guess her. She may be drunk, but spirit is still there. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. I just never did. And it's weird. I don't know. It feels like you're watching, like, not. I don't view them as parents, but you know what I mean. Just like, what, like your friend's parents bring it's something. Well, she says in the trailer, she's like kind of crying, breaking down, saying that, you know, people are saying to her that if that, that if her and Mo are breaking up, that like, that it kind of destroys their belief in like true love. Mm. And I, I actually had a friend say that to me when they, when it was announced that they were separating or when all this stuff was going, she was like, I'm so upset because like I, they were kind of, cu- they were not kind of, they were couple goals for me. Yeah. And, and this girl's a bit younger than me. And she was like, and I just thought like, this is what a marriage is like. It does. I was like, well, this is what a marriage is like, but like, 
yeah, like stuff. I don't know. Like we're not in their marriage as much as they put it out there. We're not in their marriage. Yeah. And, and, and I say, I feel like I say it every other episode we should not put people or couples or relationships or these ideals on pedestals to like look up to like, cause they just are going to like, it just ruins our reality for us. It ruins what happens out there. Makes it so that we can't actually enjoy when sometimes the good stuff happens to us. Cause then we're comparing it to that pedestal. So. Like there are a lot, there are a lot of relationships and marriages I would have bet money on on that show and that network to break up. They weren't one of them, so I I feel like um, I'm all, I always yeah. <laughs> I mean, I assume the worst of everyone, and most of the time it comes true. Mm-hmm. I feel naive. It almost is like I have a soft spot in my cold dark heart. I don't know. I'm really questioning my. <laughs> Am I sad that they're breaking up, or sad that I didn't know? <laughs> I didn't predict it. <laughs> what, what's what's really what's really going on in my head? Oh man! <laughs> you have to work through this on therapy with, my, with a therapist. All right. Yeah. Actually, that's another. Thing. We need a we need a sponsor. We need a therapist sponsor for this podcast, so we can get some free free therapy. Yeah. I'm down. Even better help is too expensive at times. Like, mm. come on. <laughs> I want a, I want a therapist in my time zone. Like, come on. Wait, what else happened in the uh, trailer? There's, oh, God. I wanted to gaggle uh, the Erica Jane. Have you seen, what is she oh, doing? Yeah. Vegas? They circle. Yeah. Have you heard, seen the rumors circling back about her residency getting a spinoff on yeah. Bravo? They're selling. They're selling tickets for a dollar. Yeah, I don't buy it. Well, she's she's cashing. You know, I mean, the uh, Taylor's Eras documentary, docu, I guess is that concert <laughs> yeah. film docu slash documentary, and then Beyonce's got a Renaissance right after that. Then we got Erica Jane's right in the uh, beginning of twenty twenty four. Same thing. Same thing. I don't believe it was a rumor. I mean, I, I I haven't sought to I haven't sought to verify it or not. I'm just really like not bothering because I'm like, no, <laughs> it's not like some big success. Erica's not the center of. If they gave a Mauricio and Kyle went into marriage counseling and that was a spinoff, I'd be like, yes, I can see through. a two part spinoff about the magic of her residency that no one should i was invited to the opening night and i didn't go i mean i'm a sucker for these people's crumbs like i i don't know i don't believe it i think that like if i feel like she's too much of a liability to give her own spinoff to as well mm. like you don't know what all's going on there so it's like why would they put a spinoff around her it kind of feels similar to when when Andy said he was going to make a really big announcement at the next Bravo con and a lot, and so many people were absolutely convinced. And I was a little bit, not a little bit. I would say I was like 50, 50. It was like, Oh, this could be true. It could be happening that he was going to step down from watch what happens. Live. Mm-hmm. Basically it depended on which way the wind blew that day on what I was believing. Yeah. But you know, everybody, that rumor was going around. So I feel like this is that rumor again. It's yeah. not happening. Like I kind of see where people are putting like, you know, one and three together, but two's not there guys. So mm-hmm. just stop it. Stop well, I will, I will also say that if, if you, I was trying to get more info on it today. And if you Google Eric, 
Erica Jane concert show, whatever, nothing shows up. But if you, if you do a Twitter search, an X search, whatever, um, things pop up, but they all, uh, go, they all basically source back to the, the same account, which Mm -hmm. it, I think it was like, I, I, off the top of my head, I can't recall it, but that's what everybody was retweeting. So it's probably an Erica Jane burner account. Yeah. Yeah. Because it didn't come from THR, Variety, or even Deadline. It was some... Um, I think it was The Messenger, I think. Yeah, I'd never Someone heard of that. Yeah. And something else that they do, which is what I'm thinking, um, behind Erica, but Housewives in general, almost all Housewives want their own spinoff. That's like the goal. Candy and Vanderpump, and they all... That's That's when you know you've really... And so... She may be shopping the idea that a residency could get um, a spinoff. So she may have put the rumor out there to mm-hmm. gauge and then be like, oh, my God, look at how social media is reacting. You should give me this. Yeah. So like planting it, trying to like a self-fulfilling, something like kind of like market research. But I really don't think anyone signed off on it. My, 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 Yeah. It's not math. The math isn't mathing or whatever they say. <laughs> Stop and only if it. she'll do it. I'd only watch if she'd do if they'd focus on the boyfriend in Vegas who's like 80 years old and owns a hotel and she's right back down that mm-hmm. that Mr. Girardi path. Oh, it's so sad. I know it's going to break a lot of people's hearts, but much like much like Mauricio and Kyle, I think this episode is coming to an end. <laughs> that is your best ever transition. Yeah, good. That was amazing. That was like, yeah. that was award winning. That was a I Webby award winning. I think I deserve a spin. We deserve a spinoff for that. A residency, a stand-up <laughs> residency. Mm-hmm. And a Peacock special. Oh, but my gosh. On that note, if you do want to make that spinoff happen, make sure to rate, subscribe, follow, and review the Pretty Corrupt yes. Podcast. Yay! You got it! Woo-hoo. One try! Also, head on over to Instagram and TikTok, where you can find us at Pretty Corrupt Podcast, and at Twitter on Pretty Corrupt One. Um, there you can find our personal accounts with all our weird, our individually weird shades of life. Gray, We're, it's okay. Gray, shades of yeah. yeah, three shades of gray, <laughs> and um. What else can you do? You know it would be amazing if you really want to really want to make dreams come true. Share with your share PCP with your um I don't know your uh, cosmetic dentists, your uh, estheticians, your plastic surgeons. Mm-hmm. Basically anyone, not I know it'd be gilding the lily, but basically anyone who could make us possibly look a little bit better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I would say Chanel, but I think that ship has sailed for me. Yeah. I've already insulted them enough. Not for me, Chanel. I am perfect. Like, no, I love you and adore you and have always. Mm. So come to mama. And on that note, who wants to say bye? Adios, muchachos. Like we do it.